The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in today. What I want to talk to you about today is when you are dealing with an MS flare or an MS symptom versus an orthopedic symptom. This is something that's really common. As we all know, just because you have MS doesn't mean that you can't get orthopedic issues like back pain, shoulder discomfort, postural issues. And it's really important to know if something is caused from MS versus being caused from an orthopedic condition. And it's important to know this because if you assume that most things or everything that you feel is MS related, I have found that you are much less likely to go to your doctor and get the help that you need. Therefore, you deal with that symptom a whole lot longer than you actually have to. Whereas if you feel that it might be an orthopedic condition, you're more likely to go to your doctor. Maybe you go to physical therapy or they prescribe you something, you get it fixed, and then you're back to your regular self. So it's really important to understand the differences. And what I'm going to share with you today are four different things that you should be asking yourself and keeping track of. And these four things will help you determine if it is likely caused from MS or an orthopedic condition, and if you should go to a doctor or not. And if you do go to a doctor, bring these notes with you. These four things I'm going to share with you, I want you to write down the answers to these things because if you do go to a doctor, they are going to ask you these questions. And if you don't have the answer, they will likely send you home and tell you to come back in four weeks once you have been tracking this. So just get a head start, start as soon as you notice a symptom, and you'll be much better off. So let's dive in. The first thing that you should be asking yourself and keeping track of, and this might sound a little obvious, but it's really important. What is the symptom and where is it located? One of the most common symptoms from an orthopedic condition is pain. So if you are experiencing pain, where is it? And get really specific. If it's shoulder pain, don't just say shoulder. Maybe it's the front of your shoulder or the outside of your shoulder or back of your shoulder. So where is it in particular? Or maybe the symptom is sensory changes. Perhaps you are feeling numbness or tingling or burning, pins and needles, any type of sensation change that isn't normal. Where is it? Is it your foot? And if so, is it the top of your foot, the bottom of your foot? 
Is it your entire foot from toes all the way to your heel? Or is it just maybe your toes or the middle of your foot? So get really picky on what this symptom is and the location of it. Other common symptoms could be weakness. Do you have weakness that you're noticing potentially on both sides of your body or maybe one side or the other? Do you have balance changes? And again, do you notice it more on one side of your body or the other, or when you're doing something specific? Do you have any type of range of motion limitations? This can be really, really common in your hip, your knee, your ankle, as well as your elbow and your shoulder. So lots of different areas. But if you don't have as much range of motion, that is something that could be orthopedic. Meaning, can you not lift your arm up as high? That could be due to weakness or the joint limitation, also known as range of motion. If your joint is limited, that's a range of motion issue. And it could be due to a bony structure, meaning the shoulder joint is somewhat out of whack. And as long as you get some hands-on manual therapy from a physical therapist, they can get it back up and working properly for you. So is there any range of motion limitations in the upper or lower body, pain, balance, sensation changes, weakness, anything of that sort. What is the symptom? And get really picky on the location of it. The second thing that you should be keeping track of is when you notice the symptom. And this one is really, really important. So do you notice the symptom 24 seven? Is it truly all the time you wake up with this symptom? It lasts all day and it's still there when you go to bed. If so, that is something to be aware of. Or maybe you only notice it when you do something specific. Maybe it's when you're sitting. And if you sit most of the day, that means that you might be feeling this symptom all the time, but it's specifically when you're sitting and when you stand up, it's not there. Or maybe it's after you do an errand or after you do something around your house, after you shower. When is it that you feel the symptom? And this leads perfectly into the third thing that you should be keeping track of, which is what makes this symptom better or worse, or does nothing affect it? So if something makes it better, what is it? If something makes it worse, what is it? This particular question and item that you'll track is going to hugely benefit you and your doctors in determining if it's MS related or orthopedic related, because generally speaking, if you are having an MS flare, or if the symptom is from MS, there's not a whole lot of things that will change your symptom. There's not a lot of things that will make the symptom better or worse. However, if it is an orthopedic condition, again, maybe it's pain, maybe it's weakness, range of motion, sensation changes, typically there is something that will make that symptom better or worse. And most often it's position or posture related. For example, if you are having numbness or tingling, burning pins and needles, any type of sensory change on the back of your thigh, or maybe the outside of your lower leg, maybe it even goes into your foot. That could be a disc issue. We have discs in our spine and when they are protruding slightly, you can notice those symptoms. Or 
It could be a muscle tightness issue when your muscles are really, really tight, specifically in your gluteal areas. Then when they tighten, it pinches those nerves in that area. And when it pinches those nerves, we get those type of sensory changes. So the way that you can differentiate where this pain is coming from or sensation or weakness is by changing your position. So if someone tells me that their symptom worsens, if they're slouching, if they really, really round their back and they have the worst posture and it's worse then, and then it's better when they extend up tall, that tells me it's probably an orthopedic consideration. And it might be the opposite. For some people, if you slouch, it feels so much better. But if you extend up tall, it hurts more. So pay attention to your posture and if that has any effect on the symptom. Other things that can affect this symptom is temperature. If you were to put an ice pack on it or a heating pad, do either of those two things make this symptom better or worse? Again, if so, it is likely going to be an orthopedic condition. With that said, as you likely know, a lot of people with MS do have heat intolerance or cold intolerance. So this means that if you do put an ice pack or a heating pad on you and the symptom does lessen, it potentially could be from MS, specifically from that symptom of heat or cold intolerance. Another thing that may or may not affect your symptom are anti-inflammatory medications, also known as NSAIDs, things like ibuprofen, Aleve, aspirin. There's so many different kinds out there, but does that affect your symptom at all? If so, we're thinking it's more orthopedic. If not, potentially it's more MS related. Also think about your day and if you are avoiding anything, if your symptom worsens when you're standing or when you're walking. And if you were to tell me, well, it only bothers me or the symptom only arises when I'm using it, when I'm using my body, again, that means you're likely avoiding using your body so that symptom doesn't come on. This is very common in things like knee pain, foot pain, hip pain, specifically with arthritis. This can be very painful when you are walking or standing with all of your body weight through your legs. So what people mostly do is they sit down more. They avoid walking when they don't have to. And if you avoid standing, you can therefore get weaker even faster. So we really want to make sure you're not avoiding anything. So if you are avoiding movement because it makes your symptom worse, that's definitely something to make note of. Lastly, it is going to be very important that you track your frequency, intensity, and duration of this symptom. So let's break into that a little bit further. So frequency, meaning how frequent is this? Is your pain or symptom of any kind, whether it's weakness, range of motion, sensation changes, is that happening daily? And if so, is it all day long or is it every other day? Or is it just two days a week? How frequent are you feeling the symptom? And then number two, duration. When you are feeling it, how long is it lasting? For example, you feel it daily, but when you notice the symptom, you notice that it stays around for about 20 minutes or so, or maybe an hour, 
or maybe five hours, however long it is, how long does it last? And maybe you feel the symptom multiple times a day, but each time you feel it, it's 10 minutes. So keeping track of that duration, is it a short amount of time, meaning a certain number of minutes? Is it longer, meaning a certain number of hours? Keep track of that. And lastly, what is the intensity? So it, I always like to grade intensity of symptoms as a zero out of a 10. Zero meaning no symptom whatsoever. 10 meaning the worst you could imagine. And yes, that's a little subjective. It's going to be different for everyone. Sometimes I'll word it in a way where I'll say that 10 out of 10 means you'd go to the emergency room, but some people just will not go to the emergency room no matter what. So 10 is just the worst that you could imagine. So what is the intensity? On average, is it a two out of a 10, meaning relatively low, or is it an eight out of a 10 or somewhere in the middle, somewhere lower or higher? Keeping track of the intensity is extremely important because if you are having pain, once a day and it lasts for 20 minutes, but it's a 10 out of a 10, that is very different than telling me that you feel it once a day, lasts for 20 minutes and it's a two out of a 10. So keeping track of frequency, duration and intensity is going to be really important, not only to help you figure out what might be causing this symptom, but also it is a great way to help you track if your symptom is actually improving or not. Because most of the time that we have a symptom, it's not like you have the symptom and then you get better and it's this wonderful path of improvement. Oftentimes you get a little better, but then you get a little worse and then you get a little better and then a little worse. And it's this up and down of seeing improvements and then worsening a bit too. So it's really important to keep track of that. For example, you might notice, let's just say that your symptom is sensory changes. At first, you might notice your symptom daily, so that's the frequency, and for duration, you might say that when you notice it, it lasts for about 30 minutes or so, and the intensity is about a 7 out of a 10. Now, let's say it is orthopedic, and therefore you go to a physical therapist or your doctor and they give you some exercises to do, in four weeks from now, you might still notice that symptom daily, and when you do notice it, it's still for 30 minutes, but the intensity might be a two out of a 10. So if you were only keeping track of frequency or duration, it would appear that your symptom is not improving at all. But because you kept track of the intensity, you would notice it is improving. And sometimes you'll notice an improvement in just one of the three areas, or maybe two of them, and sometimes maybe all three. But you never know how your symptom is going to improve, so it's really important to keep track of that. Okay, so you've been keeping track. You are paying attention to what your symptom is and where it's located. You're also paying attention to when you notice it, if anything makes it better or worse, as well as tracking the frequency, duration, and intensity. So now what are the next steps? So if you feel like this symptom that you're experiencing is MS-related, then the first thing that you should do is contact your neurologist because they are the ones who know your case the best. They might be able to email you back or call you back and say, hey, don't worry about it. This is probably what it's from. It's nothing to worry about. 
Or they might say, come on in for a visit or let's tweak your medication. However, if you feel that by some of the things I mentioned today, that your symptom is potentially orthopedic related, you could still call your neurologist first, but you will likely want to go see a physical therapist or if you live anywhere outside of the US, a physiotherapist. These are going to be the best people to help differentiate what is causing your symptom and what exercises you can do to reduce it. And they are going to ask you the questions that we reviewed today. They are going to want to know what the symptom is, where is it, what makes it better or worse, and how frequent and how intense is it? So it's going to be super helpful to have these notes that we reviewed today. I hope you found these tips helpful, and more than anything, I want you to understand that there are lots of things that can be orthopedic-related, meaning unrelated to your MS, and you deserve to have it checked out. You deserve to have something that helps you feel better and move better, so it's always worth sending out an email or giving a doctor's office a call to see if you should see a physical therapist or maybe another type of doctor in in order to help you manage this symptom. You've got enough on your plate just by having MS alone, and orthopedic issues are often completely alleviated or significantly reduced by physical therapy, by certain exercises and strategies. And you deserve to not add another thing onto your plate, another symptom onto your plate. So I hope you found this helpful. I hope that it encourages you to start paying closer attention and tracking if you haven't already. And don't forget about my app called The Missing Link. This is a free app where you can track your exercises, but also symptoms that you are noticing. And in there, you will be able to track the intensity, duration, and the frequency. So if you wanna keep your notes all in one place of your exercises and symptoms, potentially in addition to your hydration, your daily movements, then the Missing Link app would be a great place to start. I will put a link for the Missing Link app in the show notes. But again, if you are experiencing any symptoms that you aren't sure if they're related to your MS, take these considerations into action. And maybe you're not actually noticing any symptoms outside of your MS right now, but you might in a month from now or a year from now. So just remember these tips so that if and when it happens, you are prepared. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you loved this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.